Well, welcome to the Hub Crawl, around to a podcast discussing all things Disney. I'm Tag, back from Europe after a jillion weeks. Wow, a jillion. So many jillions. And I'm Eric, and I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Each episode... We invite. We haven't recorded an episode in two months. Each episode, we invite two guests to bring a question and talk about one of our favorite things, Disney. Well, this week, we want to welcome somebody who probably nobody has any idea who she is. She is not well-known at all. Who? But uh, she's the host of Deal Weekly. She actually wrote, It's me, hi, I'm a host of Deal Weekly. And I explained to James (laughs) that um, she wrote, Sung Like You Are T-Swift. And I'm like, I don't know this song. So I'm sorry for that. But welcome, Teresa, to the show. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here because I have not done enough podcasts recently, but it's nice to be back with Tag. Yes. Uh, yeah. Teresa also here the whole time. Public, yes. public <laughs> thank you to Teresa and to Eric for covering both podcasts while I was traipsing around the universe. <laughs> Well, also joining us this week is James. He's putting off packing for a Disney trip that will have happened by the time you're listening to this. You're going on another trip already? Did you not know about <laughs> yep. this? We oh. leave this on weekend. Thursday. Oh, gosh. I didn't know that. How did I not know yeah, that? Yeah, because we haven't traveled enough. We are right. going away for another week. Yeah, you so, just checked on the house. It's in. still here. Okay, let's go. Well, just so, every- <laughs> let's go. just so everybody knows, we got another exchange student, a foreign exchange student, and... We decided that because we're teachers now, that we're not going to have much time to take off during the year he's here. So if we wanted uh. to travel with him, we'd have to do it. So we wanted to do a cruise because James's idea of a great vacation is a cruise, while mine is always a Disney park. So we found a great cruise out of Long Beach, and I was like, "Well, that's right by Disney, so we should just do a couple days in <laughs> so Disney." So really, Tag was only looking for cruises that left California. <laughs> That may or may not be true. <laughs> may or may not be true. <laughs> when the Alaska cruise prices didn't work out, we had one destination <laughs> in mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining us. Let's start off. Teg's got our first question for this episode. Teg. So I don't know if people know this about me. I'm sure everybody on this podcast does. But uh, our listeners may not know that I'm a crazy Apple fan. And right now there's all the rumors about Apple buying or merging with Disney so I'm curious what everybody's thoughts are on this because, uh, you know, it's two of my favorite companies and, uh, you know, they might be coming together. I'm just curious what everybody else thinks. Uh, Teresa, what's your thoughts on this? I don't like it. I can see other people <laughs> have put notes that, they're, that they have maybe different opinions. But I, yeah, this, this makes my skin crawl whenever I read it because I think, yes, I think Disney's gotten too big and hot take. I think they just need to focus back on their core and just remember what that is and maybe shed some of the things that they've recently acquired that don't align with, you know, what's at Disney's heart. So I don't really see them merging with Apple as being the fix. I think they need to work on themselves. They need some self-love. Oh, I was going to say, you used all these like workout metaphors, like they need to shed some stuff and <laughs> they've gotten too big and all this stuff. And they need that was, to that was unintentional. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Burn some of that. Well, you know, when a company gets too big, it gets bloated. So (laughs) I do. I think they need to go back to their core. I need to think they need to listen to their audiences and just refocus. I mean, just because we're parks fan. Yes, of course, they need to focus on the parks. But I think creatively, they need to focus on their films and their output for their movies and stuff again, too. Things like ESPN never have made sense to me as to why that's under the umbrella. So that's me. What are your thoughts, Eric? 
Yeah, I, I mean, ESPN is a is a good one. I think that comes up a lot. And now they've got like sports yeah. betting with it, and that doesn't feel Disney. No. You could take ESPN out and still leave their little sports area, which is cool. I love that. I I mean, I love that they. The NBA during COVID was was awesome. What a great idea! But I, I just love that they have they have baseball teams there and and high school and college teams coming in for for things. It's a cool area, and I, I like that they have that offering. And I don't think that that feels non Disney, and it actually works. I mean, you have all these high school bands that come to the parks and do things. Why not high school sports teams? They can have to tournaments. be clear, they Eric. Can... You're talking about the ESPN Wide World of Sports at Disney World for people it, you. That wasn't yes. 100% clear yes. when you started. So. Sorry, sorry. I just jumped in and assumed a level of knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it's the hub for, for Run Disney when they do yeah. Run Disney events, at least at on the East Coast. That's where they hold the expo. That's where everybody comes in. They used to start the race there. Now it's, I'm not sure where they start it these days. I haven't done one yet since yet. Uh, well, since COVID. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm uh, very much out of shape. I have to restart running uh, now that my uh, back has healed enough that I can actually run. So I, I definitely want to put that on, but I haven't made a, a firm commitment on a date for running yet. Sorry, my job is busy. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I should run more and maybe podcast less, but I like <laughs> podcasting. Anyway... Apple, I think Apple's a really solid corporation. They they somehow had these vibes that work with Disney. And I think they should just collaborate more and have more, like, it, the, Apple is coming out with their, their VR headset. And they're saying Disney Plus will be included with that. That's great. I I like those sorts of things. I don't think that they need to be the same company because... Even though Apple was also started by a couple people, you know, that, that built computers in their garage and they have that that story of the founders and then Steve Jobs came back after leaving and he revitalized the company and made it what it is today. It it's still I mean, you can't have two stories like that. There's so much of Walt Disney the company that's tied into Walt Disney the person and Roy and all of these these early names that define the company and I, I don't know that we need to have media and parks and then a service that can give you items that show you these media I, I don't I don't like the the fully the full combination I don't like that but I do think that they should partner more I, I'm totally on board with that I like that. Uh, James yeah what James what's your take I think I think you got it right there, that partnerships are good. Like when Apple did announce their Vision Pro, that headset that you were talking about, having Bob Iger come and talk about it was really good. Yeah. Having the crossover when it was like Steve Jobs' Pixar working with Disney, they made a lot of sense. I think this wouldn't be as head-scratching from the outside as like the purchase of ESPN and ABC and really kind of rocking through all of, all of those pieces. Uh, but I'm I'm uh, Team Teresa on this one. I I don't like the idea of a full out buyout, and I think it's just I mean there's there's a lot of reasons. I think there's not necessarily the perfect amount of crossover from Disney to Apple. 
And I, and I think about the, the other components as well as we talk about like focusing on content. Apple has Apple TV and Apple TV Plus where they're already making their content. As, as Tegan and I experienced in Europe where Disney Plus also houses all of the Hulu content on something on called Star, suddenly we're going to have Hulu, Disney Plus, and Apple TV Plus all from the same organization feeding content. And that's just too much of a spread as it is. I mean, granted, Hulu's probably changing hands once all the stuff with Comcast goes away in the the near future but but that that's just you're bringing back that same complication let alone just the the other bits and pieces so while while there's an, enough similarities my my instinct and my gut says disney's still making money maybe not at the level that all the shareholders want it to be and there's room for improvement within but until disney needs to be bought by someone or just needs that inflow of income i don't think they should look for something Though, if that would come up, I, you know, Apple Apple is a fair choice by all means. I, I don't, offhand, I can't think of anything that would necessarily be better, but I don't want to have, start having that brainstorming conversation. I want it to still be in the hands of Disney and Disney people. Yeah, Tag, I know you're a little more biased towards the two companies, so you might have some thoughts. Well, I think no matter what happens, I think Disney needs to do what you were saying, Teresa, and what you agree both agreed with, which is they just need to shed some things, right? Like they just they. But the problem is, is Bob Iger came back, and Bob Iger is the one who got it to the size it is. So I really don't see Bob Iger as the person that's going to do that. However, he did just kind of sort of rumor has it maybe bring back into the fold a couple people who were around before that are really good at the idea of negotiating these things and selling off some of this. And, you know, financially, I'm not a financial advisor. I've just gone by what I've seen in multiple things online that they could take some of their heavy debt and attach it to these companies that they like sell off. So then kind of some of their debt goes away. But in terms of Apple, I love Apple. I think that they do a very good job of managing their image, and they put their story out there, and they, they're very good at, at keeping that. And I think that that would be great for Disney, because I feel like Disney's kind of... Disney's had some troubles lately with their image of things and whatever, which has always been important to Disney, too. I just think that you know stuff happened, and it got weird. I do think combining their <laughs> entertainment divisions would be good for both companies, because Apple TV Plus has some really good content, but they just don't have a lot of people subscribe to the service to actually enjoy it. But I think people think it's, they have a branding issue because when you hear Apple TV Plus, you think probably you have to have an Apple device and you don't. And there's just a lot of issues there. So I think in the end with the streaming situation, which has always been complicated, I think all of all of the streaming services that are out there will probably come down to two or three in the end. And it just depends on who's going to merge with who or get bought out or sell their stuff to other people to come down to these two or three services. If Disney and Apple combined, then they could combine all of that, plus Hulu, like James was saying, all into one thing, uh, which I think would be good. I would be sad to lose the Walt Disney Company as a standalone entity, but maybe Apple could pay off their debt from the 20th Century Fox deal and still kind of keep it like a separate entity. Like, you don't lose the Walt Disney Company, it's just the Walt Disney Company, a Apple subsidiary or something like that. And I just think that Apple has so much money in cash that they could just hand cash to whoever their debtors are and then disney would be out of debt <laughs> and i think that would be really good for disney and get them to stop worrying about spending money on things we want them to spend money on plus there's all the stuff with the writers guild and bob Iger had been really good for creatives Oof, and it seems yeah. like people are upset with him right now so i feel like bob as excited as i was for him to come back i feel like he has kind of by coming back inadvertently, he's kind of tarnished that image he had when he was here because 
the stuff they need to do is stuff that he kind of put in place. Not Bob Chapek, so it's complicated. But overall, <laughs> if Apple and Disney came together, I wouldn't necessarily be upset about it, but I'd, I'd be really intrigued to find out those specifics, because I think that the devil's in the details here. I think depending on how they would merge and what that all entails would would make it good or bad. So we'll see. Well, that wraps up our first question. Eric, I oh. think, I think, well, I'm, I'm cutting, I'm cutting in because I think, I think <laughs> I want to, I want to talk about something that Eric brought up because you, you mentioned like branding and public perspective and Eric mentioned the sports betting and I hadn't realized that Disney had a stake in DraftKings until they, they bought like ESPN bet or whatever they just mm-hmm. launched. And I'm like, that just feels like a weird thing for the Disney it company does. to have, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, Disney is all about wholesome family entertainment, and like for the longest time, they didn't have representation of LGBTQ people and stuff because they were like, "Well, we're a family wholesome brand, and we don't want people to get mad at us." So the fact that they did like sports betting stuff is just like, what? Like, yeah. There's, (laughs) I think it's just the the market of where we are right now. They're trying to make money wherever they can. All right. Well, that wraps up our first question. Let's go to Teresa for her question this week. Well, on a totally different subject, I have been loving, if you listen to DL Weekly, you've heard about this, but I have been loving all of the recent popcorn buckets and sippers that they have been coming out of the resort. So we have a Hatbox Ghost Sipper. We have a really awesome Disneyland Terrain popcorn bucket. And I don't know if you have all seen this, but there's a Nightmare Before Christmas themed popcorn bucket that is in Walt Disney World right now. So I'm very envious of Walt Disney World. It's the mayor's car from Halloween Town. <laughs> it's so cool. So anyways, so my question to everyone, since they've been really knocking it out of the park, is if you could design the next must-have popcorn bucket or sipper, what would it be? So Eric, what would you design? Let's get some Adventureland representation out here mm-hmm. and do a Jungle Cruise boat or uh, an Indiana Jones Ooh. car, oh. Jeep yeah. thing. I mean, they're into the vehicles right now, and I think that works pretty well. So I think that would be great as either a sipper or probably probably more a popcorn bucket. But, but yeah, let's get some Adventureland stuff. Is there a popcorn... I don't think there's a popcorn cart in Adventureland. There's the one in, I guess in, we're talking Disneyland. There's the one in Frontierland on the Rivers of yeah. America. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah, any there's outdoor vending in Adventureland. There's uh, just not yeah. enough space. Yeah. Well, maybe we go Frontierland and we say the Big Thunder Mountain train. Ooh. Or you could do like the mm? mountain range, like the Big Thunder, like that would the be mountain. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. I like that. With a train right. running around it, because why not? We're we're designing whatever we want. <laughs> of course, it's, it's enormous. <laughs> because why not? I mean, I I got the popcorn bucket that's a Tie Fighter that has like wings that you have to put on it, and it's it's quite large. But the tiny uh, popcorn, except for spot. the area that holds popcorn, <laughs> tiny, right? The popcorn yeah. spot is small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, James, what's your idea? Well, I got my Monsters, Inc. scream canister right here, so that's always a plus for me when we're talking sippers. <laughs> but I was with you, Eric. I was like, vehicles are hot right now, 
And so if they wanted to dig into nostalgia, I was like, oh, you could hit anything on Main Street or the People Mover. But I think we got we to gotta shift to something different. And I love when Disney tries to tie into like what's coming up so they can really get that. And so for me, that's kind of like the Marvel's movie that's coming out uh, later this year. And so I think it would be pretty cool to have a sipper, a bucket that was in the shape of Kamala Khan's uh, bangle, the the thing she puts on her wrist to give her powers, because it could kind of maybe have some of that glow effect that she gets when she activates them to create like the steps or the shield around things that they get, maybe just at the top or the bottom to really give it kind of a cool look. Plus, it gets to be super artsy, and maybe they could figure out some way to kind of like twist it around. I think there's a lot of potential with something like that. I'm also very excited for the Marvels, so there's my bias on that one for <laughs> sure. Take take us back to the park, though. I'm sh- I'm sure you're not going for a Marvel movie. <laughs> That's okay. I you don't saw want another one. Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I s- <laughs> I saw this question, Teresa, and I was like, oh man, now I know how Teresa feels when I say you have to choose this or that, and she's like, how can you choose? <laughs> I feel like I'm definitely when it comes to these type of things, I'm definitely the consumer. Like I'm very good at like I'll see it and be like, I want that, and I would never have thought of it. But I guess. Uh, and I agree with you. They've been knocking out of the park recently. I'm hoping that when we were there at the end of this week, when we record this, we were recording this on August 14th. When we were there at the end of this week, I really hope that I can get the train popcorn bucket and the sipper from the Hatbox Ghost, because those things would both be very cool. And I've seen that they've come in and out of stock, so who knows. But I would say probably maybe a Sleeping Beauty Castle bucket. Like, I think that would be really cool. Or maybe I love the Main Street Station on in Disneyland a lot. So maybe something like that. Like, maybe what they could do is they could do the, the big tower and part of the, like, building could be for popcorn, and then you could attach the other little building, and it'd be, like, the sipper. Because they did that with, like, the the Hitchhiking Ghost, right? Didn't they do, like, a three set of... It was, like, a sipper and a popcorn bucket. And what was the third one? It was... I think it was, like, for fritters or something like that. Okay. Like, it was yeah. some... Jamachuro in there. Yeah, yeah something. <laughs> but that's that's what I think. Uh, maybe a beignet? Maybe. <laughs> that's that's what I think. I think a Sleeping Beauty Castle bucket or a Main Street Station bucket. I would have said a train, but they've already beat me to it. Hatbox Ghost also looks really freaking cool. I'm very excited. I'm sad that I missed all of these news stories happening when I was gone and couldn't talk about it on DL Weekly, but I can talk about it here. So, Teresa, <laughs> what were you thinking about when you posed this question? I was just like you. I, I have this question. I was like, I don't even know, because there's so many. They've done so many good ones. Like, we've had... I love the ones that tie into the parks themselves. So, like, Figment. I thought that was so mm. cute. I love that we've got tons of Haunted Mansion ones, actually, it seems like. And then we've got ones that tie into, like, the different movies and whatever. But I'm with you. I think we need one ones for the castles. I'm kind of surprised we don't have that. But... I also think the villains need some love, and I think Ooh. Ursula would make oh. a fantastic popcorn <laughs> yeah. bucket. See, there you go, Think Teresa. of all I the popcorn you could put in there. I wouldn't have thought of it, but you just said it, and now I want it. Mm-hmm. She would be good. There was Oogie Boogie. There he is, up there. And he mm-hmm. is, like, he's one of the few popcorn buckets you can actually, like, really fill with popcorn. Elliot up there, on the other hand, yeah, not so much. Aww. <laughs> The other yeah. goofy one, I think, was uh, Jack's, the Jack Skellington sipper. <laughs> that one was just a really <laughs> clever, unique design, but not very practical. <laughs> so, yeah, I think what a shame. the villains need some love. But I also thought, 
I was thinking about like if you did like a mountain series, if you had like a space Ooh. mountain bucket and like we could put Eric's Big Thunder Mountain bucket in there and then oh, I don't know what they're calling Tiana's Bayou Adventures mountain. It's like a salt mine or something, but that could be one too. I think that'd be cool. You know, Teresa, I thought of, of you mountains. when I saw this video on Instagram this week. This guy I think lives in Arizona and the the Halloween Mickey, I don't I don't think it's a popcorn bucket, but it's like it looks like the pumpkin Mickey oh. went on sale at mm-hmm. Disneyland and he was like, I saw that it's going on sale today. Do I drive the six hours or whatever, four hours, six hours, <gasps> whatever, to go I get it? I know who you're talking about. He drove there, got in the park, got it, and came back and he's like, It's been like thirteen hours. Was it worth it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I know who that is. Oh, okay. He's hilarious, by the way. That, that there's another idea. Why do we not have a Mickey pop, Mickey pumpkin popcorn bucket? There you go. <laughs> so many ideas. Disney, you can have all Disney? these ideas. Yes, I hope you're listening because we'll buy these. Somebody's there, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, that's two questions down, which means we have reached our halfway point. And if you are someone who works for Disney, please uh, support us at thehubcrawl.com slash support. If you're not someone who works at Disney, you can also do that. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe we get some some Disney sponsorship in here. That, that would be fun. But head over to thehubcrawl.com slash support. If you like what you hear, if you are having a good time with us, kick us a few dollars and uh, you can get access to these episodes a little bit early and you get access to our bonus question that we have each episode. The bonus question this week, how would you rate your level of Disney fandom? And um, I think we're going to be all across the board here and I got some some uh, fan feedback from some friends that I happened to be on the phone with when I saw this question because we didn't post it in uh, Discord like we normally do. And that's another thing. We're, we're, we're all back in town. We want to get that Discord chat rolling again. So uh, you can hang out with us there if you join us at thehubcrawl.com slash support. All right. Thank you f- for those of you who have contributed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It's always appreciated. It makes us continue to love what we're doing, right? Well, it's time to get back to the questions. Eric, what do you have for us this week? What spicy, tantalating question do you have? Ooh, spicy. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, we did, we recorded an episode of the Supreme Resort yesterday about Disney weddings, which, which coast does it better as we off, as we always do. But the, 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 what's that? Who won? Who who won? You want me to give away the ending? Spoilers. Oh, maybe not. I mean, it's 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 clearly Disney World. Mm. Walt Disney World totally wins. Okay. Um, you didn't hear that from me. Okay. Listen to the episode. We have a harpist on who does a lot of weddings. That sounds biased. And she was great. But anyway, <laughs> what having somebody who does a lot of weddings judge the thing for at us at Disney World? She doesn't do weddings at Disney World. Oh, does she do weddings Ooh. at Disneyland? She lives in Canada. Oh well, and she's from she's <laughs> from California, oh. so she's got a Disneyland bias. But she does weddings in general, and she's a harpist. Who's putting out an album? Yeah, there we go. Alex Tibbetts is her name. She's putting out an album called The Bionic Harpist. She's great. Awesome. Yeah, extra extra plug for Alex. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. So you have an unlimited budget for a Disney fairy tale vow renewal. We're all married folks here. Some of us to each other. 
<laughs> we'll leave that to the Disc- listeners to determine who's hooked up with who here. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the two different plans from that household. <laughs> uh, describe your ideal ceremony. And if you don't want to renew your vows at a Disney park, that, that's valid as well. You can, you can chime in on that front. James, kick us off. Yeah, Tag and I will be celebrating eight years in the near future. So I think I think we're still a ways away from a vow renewal at any point. And this is where personality comes out because, of course, my first thought is where would Tag like to have a Disney fairy tale wedding? Because that's that w- that would be the fairy tale more for him. Uh, spoilers for the bonus question. So thought for me, of course, would have been like picturesque. It would be Paris because. That's like the most beautiful park and the most beautiful castle. And so if you could get all of that stuff inside the park, it would be pretty incredible. But for me, I think it would be outside the park. I think I would prefer to go down to Alani. Uh, I think the the beaches and the resort down there would just make for a really good experience, both for like the ceremony itself as well as everything that's happening after it. I have a problem when I'm at a Disney park that I'm still a ride fiend, and so I would feel weird being in the park or near the park and not racing to get on (laughs) Space Mountain and then Star Tours and everything else. I'd be doing other things. So a Hawaii vacation at a beautiful resort, getting the Disney treatment sounds pretty incredible to me. Plus, if we can get some some great views and... uh, Hopefully things things recover from the wildfires that are happening down there too. Yeah, that's that's devastating by all means. Uh, but that's that that that's where I would take it. Tate, where are you taking us though? Well, man, I think you just approved us to book an Alani trip. I really enjoy this one. <laughs> man, now renewal, we could do that. We're you know, do you think we could throw together a trip in uh, the next like two to three weeks here? Let's just go trip to trip well, to we trip. We're just never home anymore. <laughs> Call concierge. We'll, we'll there you, up you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> I will say. Actually, I might need concierge to help me now that I, now that you mentioned it. But anyway, I would say since money is no object, I would like to pull the full Michael Jackson, as I'm going to call it, and I'd like to rent out all of Disneyland for a day and just enjoy the park with everything it has to offer without anybody else there ruining it. And James saw my answer and said, "Isn't the joy people watching it all that?" I'm like. Yeah, but I could do a day with nobody else in the park and just being able to get right on the attractions and not worrying about, oh, there's somebody with their camera light on or there's some kid screaming behind me or there's somebody being stupid. Like, I just, we could renew our vows in front of the castle and then just enjoy going around the park as many times as we can in the time we have it, just going ride, 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 all the way around. That'd be awesome. Not DCA. Everybody else can have DCA. Just Disneyland. (laughs) How about you, Teresa? Leave that one open. How about me? It's this is this is interesting because I just had a Disney fairy tale wedding in 2022, which was incredible. And if I could tell everybody to go that route, I would tell everybody to go that route because it was. I had negative stress that day, which I did not think I would have negative wow. stress on my wedding day. <laughs> it was incredible. It was like perfect day. But if if money were no object and the rules weren't a thing because, like, like right now, Tag, you can't just rent out the whole park. I'm sorry to burst that bubble. <laughs> I'm pretty but, sure that if you dropped, a, a, like, if you can, if you backed know. up a money truck to Disney, backed they could work something truck. out. Yeah, the, the the George W. Bush, the hundred thousand dollar bill. Yeah, get a couple of those. <laughs> You'll be fine. So I think if I were to do it again, 
money was no object, I would have the ceremony in front of the castle with the reception in none other than the Animation Academy because oh, how yes. stinking cool is that building? <laughs> with my Teresa, own if personal they ever close the Animation animators, Academy, you're gonna need I'm gonna to be cry. Like I'm gonna like, be out there and be picketing. I'm gonna be out front picketing. <laughs> Maybe be the only one, but I'll be there with my little sign. Save the Animation Academy. But yeah, that'd be incredible. With photos in the park when nobody else is there, too. Because walking around the of park course. at night or in the wee hours of the morning when they allow you to do photos would just be amazing. Oh, I amend my answer, <laughs> Teresa. You amend I, your I will answer. Rent the, I will rent the park after it closes because I like it at night. So I'll there just be go. there all night. There you go. They'll, you they'll go. do that for me. That's how they do them now. You have to, if you want to get married in the park, you have to be doing it before the park opens or after the park closes. So after the park closes, one hundred percent. There you go. There you go. What about it's you, Eric? What's your dream fairy tale wedding? Well, we've been talking about this, my wife and I, and we we originally wanted to renew our vows at fifteen years, which was a couple months ago. So that didn't congratulations, happen. by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. So now she's thinking 20, and I'm thinking, let's go for something weird like 18. <laughs> why not? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, I, I'm kind of looking at like the realistic stuff. They actually have a venue at the Tower of Terror in Walt Disney World. It's, it's, it looks amazing, and I wouldn't have a lot of people there. Probably just uh, close family, a few of our Disney friends, maybe a few co-hosts. I don't know. I do a lot of podcasts, so maybe <laughs> a few of them. I can count them as friends. But it, it really, Brandy had an idea that in some ways, I, I'm sure some people are like, oh, yeah, of course. But I'd love to do it in, in New Orleans Square, in, in that, that courtyard between like Cafe Orleans and the Haunted Mansion. That would be a great place. It's phenomenal. You've got the train. You've got, so you've got the train station. You've got the Haunted Mansion. You've got an authentic-looking New Orleans area. It, I think that would be a fantastic location to do to to do the ceremony and the reception that would be great. Yeah. Okay, I just pulled up photos of the Tower of There's a like a courtyard. Me too. And it's right. yeah, an official venue. That's beautiful. You would not it's... put the words beautiful and Tower of Terror normally together, but this is no. gorgeous. It's such a great view cuz you've got that chandelier up there. Yeah. It, it's I can't believe that they didn't have something there before because that I mean that ride's been there for so long and this yeah. that little courtyard has always been there. Yeah, it's perfect to set up. I mean, they say you could have like two hundred people there, mm-hmm. but it would be great for just a small a small group of people as well. Yeah, I think that would be phenomenal, and it definitely would love to have all the all the waiters and attendants in the uh, the the Tower of Terror garb. But yeah, it's an it's a view of the hotel that actually doesn't look completely creepy. Mm-hmm. It still looks really classic. It it's it's really great. I I would definitely go for wow. it. Bonus extra bonus question. Would you would you have a character there? At the wedding or the reception? At the reception. Would you pay for a character? I to mean come like in? I, so I money's not an option or no no there's no hurdle with money, so money's why not? no object. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would love which to character? Oh, I would love to have part. which character? Somebody like Mary Poppins renew the vows. That'd be so cool. <laughs> oh, do this do, officiate? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm on board with Team Corella Deville right <gasps> now, just because of how amazing she is in the she, park. She'd, she'd be great. like, "Oh, you two want to get back together? It's disgusting." <laughs> 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 she'd fit in with the Tower of Terror kind of like, theme. 
She's got That's that true. classic look about her. Teresa, any thoughts? Oh, I don't know who I'd pick. I'd probably just go classic. Mickey. Okay. okay. Mickey and Minnie. Mickey and Minnie in, in some sort of appropriate costume. That's pretty yeah. great. I do like Goofy in his uh, the, his DCA Carthay like oh. zoot yeah. suit outfit. Yeah, yeah. Totally out of place at the Tower of Terror, but I just love Why Goofy. Why not? He's going to look dapper. It's fine. You're going to fight the mashup, Eric. <laughs> right. It's on brand for Goofy. Right. There we go. Well, let's see. So that was a... That was a good round of discussion. Our last question comes from James. Yeah, we're going out of the park. Uh Uh-oh. My ask for you, log into your (laughs) Disney Plus account and share what your top five recommended for you movies or shows are. And I want to know, does the mouse have a good pulse on what you're interested in? Or we got some questions out there. Tag, you're up first. All right. I just I just logged back in because I wanted to see if it was the same. And the order has changed, <laughs> but it's the same recommendations. Ooh. So recommended for me, the first one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I think they're just pushing right now. And I think if you've ever watched a Marvel movie, it's probably in this list. The next one is Secret Invasion, which, because I was out of town, I never got a chance to look at. I am kind of interested in watching it, but have not watched Ooh, it yet. Star Wars Rebels, which I have watched, but I believe I watched this on James's account uh, when we were watching it together. I'm going to skip the next one, because that one's the funniest one. But I'm going to skip to the next one, which was Star Wars The Clone Wars The Final Season, which I also enjoyed. And then the final one is Bluey. Which is funny because I keep hearing things about Bluey, but I don't even know anything about him, except for the fact that we were at the Mall of America a couple days ago picking up our exchange student, and they had a Bluey meet and greet there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Bluey's great. It's not bad. Bluey is amazing. I think there are better things that could be recommended to me, but probably most of them I've seen. Like I'd be like, they should always recommend me the Imagineering story. (laughs) And maybe I should watch Bluey. Maybe that's what it's just trying to tell me. Teresa, what about you? I can't wait because you, Teresa oh didn't gosh. put it in the script because she's like, I want no. this to be like a surprise. I, I <laughs> wanted like honest reactions for this. Okay. okay. So, recommended for you, number one, also Guardians of the Galaxy, which, fun fact, I actually just rewatched that Saturday. So, why two days later <laughs> it's recommending this to me? Hmm. Not sure, but there's that. <laughs> Next up, we have National Geographic UFOs. Followed by <laughs> National Geographic, Life Below Zero. National Are you sure Geographic, this isn't my account, Teresa? Because I would totally I'm watch sure. these. I'm sure. Ne- uh, Life, Be- Life Below Zero. Uh, the next one, National Geographic, Port Protection, Alaska. And finally, rounding out with Disney's Gargoyles, the like animated series. Gargoyles, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Of that list. We're not going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3 since I have just watched that recently for the, I think, second time. Of those, the only one I would watch is Gargoyles. I don't, I have no idea why those other ones are on there. So Do you no. watch National Geographic shows? No, I've oh. never watched anything National Geographic. I, when I showed it to Vern, he's like, was your dad watching our Disney Plus account? <laughs> By the way, I want to correct you because I think you have watched National Geographic because that show about the Disney Wish was National Geographic. Oh, well, I don't count mm. that because it was about a Disney thing. That's true. <laughs> but that's the one and only National Geographic I've watched. But I, I think apparently you have... it thinks I need to learn about some UFOs and. I think you have my recommendations. Frigid. Maybe. <laughs> 
Maybe. You don't have mine. <laughs> James can concur. I would totally watch those things. <laughs> you would watch all of those. Maybe not Gargoyles again. I've watched I don't Gargoyles know if you got the nostalgia bite for it. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. But yeah, that's mine. So moving on to Eric. I hope your list suits you a little better than mine did. Well, it starts out with UFOs investigating the unknown, uh, which I would totally watch and almost watched the other night, but I was too sleepy and I knew I would fall asleep while I was watching. By the way, I'm going to so, add these things that you guys are talking about to my list so I can for- uh, not I'll, forget I'll them. I'll send you the screenshot yes. of my list. <laughs> Future watch party coming for the three of you. There you go. Um, number two was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Ooh. of Madness, with which I loved, absolutely loved the the movie um i haven't watched it in uh, probably a couple months so there we go rio 2 no oh. thank you <laughs> i forget no, I, I, don't second one. I, for- I don't know where that came I from i forget that that's now technically a disney thing and i've never seen rio 1 i've never watched any of the the fox studios animated movies i didn't know there was a part disney two. plus uh, I don't know. There it is. It's it's number three on my <laughs> list. Next is Free Guy. Love that movie. Ryan Reynolds as a video game character. I watched. I would. It's weird because I watched that a couple weeks ago, but I think I watched it on DVD. Maybe not. I don't think I watched it on Disney Plus. And then finally, we're wrapping it up with Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. Oh. <laughs> I I still haven't seen it. I probably will at some point just to just to. To know it, I, I already did a podcast on Haunted Mansion. But you should. I admit it, I should have watched the Eddie Murphy one too. But you should watch both of them and then do a that, podcast right. to compare them because they are very unique in their own special ways. Oh yes, <laughs> Teresa, I gotta say yeah. that you've also watched Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is also a Nat Geo. Mm. See, I'm not counting those because they're Disney <laughs> park, like Disney like experience related things. Okay. okay, but it doesn't Ten, relate to all the, into the Nat life Geo below section. zero. <laughs> That's an odd choice, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so mostly mostly on point. And yeah, listen to uh, Scraping the Vault if you want to hear us talk about and totally spoil the new Haunted Mansion. <laughs> we go through the whole thing. It's so James, good. what's on your list? Well, the first one on my list is also Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> so... Uh, Yep, putting that one out there to new on uh, Disney Plus and promoting it. I probably will watch it again. It was very good. Second is Secret Invasion. Again, very excited mm-hmm. for that one. Uh, again, I've watched the Marvel stuff. It makes sense. Number three is Avatar The Way of Water, which someone on this podcast is mad at me that I saw it in the theater without him. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> I'm so mad, James. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I don't know if I'll watch it again necessarily, not because it's a bad movie, but because it's three hours and I had the theater experience. Number four, The Mandalorian, Mm. which I watched on Tag's account, so Disney Plus doesn't know I've watched it. And so they're probably very confused that I haven't watched it because I watch a lot of the other Star Wars stuff religiously. So, And then (laughs) rounding out my list, finally something pure Disney is Lilo and Stitch, which uh, feels very random for me in terms of Disney movies. Good I've one. watched it on here. It's not my favorite, but I understand the cuteness and the obsession with Stitch and everything. So, especially while we were in Paris, there was a huge line to meet Stitch uh, both the days that we saw the Disney park there. So, oh, wow. uh, very has has a really good draw front, like front of the park outside the hub. So you, oh. you couldn't miss him. Wow. 
as if I don't have enough TV to watch, some of these titles that I put on from Nat Geo are like eight seasons worth of show. <laughs> so You're filling up that list. Yeah, well, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, is that all, James? That's it. Well, that does it for this episode of the Hub Crawl. We'd like to thank our guests. Where can people find you? Do you have anything else you'd like to plug? James, where can people find you? I'm here infrequently, and more frequently, I'm over on DL Weekly. So support support my husband. He <laughs> likes talking about Disneyland, and I like that it's not always me that he has to talk to. I wanna I wanna inject a story here, quick. Oh so you people should follow James on Instagram at James tries to cook is the handle because when we were in Turkey, it was really funny because my brother kept joking with. Uh, with James that he is is a successful cook. So why is it James tries to cook? And then we went to this restaurant for lunch and my brother's wife was like, oh, do you want to see how the food is made? And she like walked us over to like the kitchen area. Like you could see into the kitchen. And she was like, this is how they make this. And the guy pulled us into the back and showed us the whole kitchen and then tried to put an apron on me. And I said, no, and put an apron on James and James made our lunch at this restaurant in Turkey. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Yep. Did you get a discount? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. A paycheck? I wish. <laughs> just the oh, lovely gosh. experience. Just just a handshake. And my brother <laughs> and was the, endlessly the guy jealous. Who was really good at saying my name. My brother goes, I've lived here for over 20 years, almost 30 years, and you don't know how much of an honor this is to get pulled back into the. <laughs> into the kitchen i've never seen the kitchen of any of these places so go follow james on instagram james tries to cook and maybe he'll change his handle to james cooks james cooked in turkey there you go (laughs) (laughs) uh so that's how you can follow james Teresa. what what would you like to plug well you can find me over at dl weekly that has been our fun little thing tag and i's thing for what five six Years going on. I think Episode coming... three hundred is out next week. Whoa. We're not gonna shade tag that he's gone for episode three hundred. But yeah, <laughs> episode three hundred is coming out next week, so pretty wild. Pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, I think it's our sixth <laughs> sixth seventeenth something. Twenty seventeen. In... Yeah. We should have started on like like a twenty fifteen or a twenty twenty or yeah. <laughs> something that would have been easier to math. Maybe yeah. easier math. Yeah. But yeah. It's been <laughs> a super, super amazing ride. So you can hear about our fun adventures with DL Weekly at DL Weekly. You can find us on any of the Instagram or Facebook. I think we still have a Twitter. I don't really use it, but you can find us there or at DLweekly.net. Well, Teresa did a fantastic job holding up the podcast all by her lonesome. I mean, she had a guest co-host, but Teresa had to do a bunch of work for it. And just like Eric had to do a bunch of work when I was gone here. So everybody did a fantastic job. I'm very proud and excited of both of them. And I had not had time to listen to all of them yet, but I look forward to it. So join us next time where we continue to talk all things Disney. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) 